to the Bobcat Goldwig Minutes Show. Bobcat Goldwig, John Candy, Jim Carrey, any white comedian of the last 30 years. You were trying to throw out names. Welcome back. Another week of the Mainstream Podcast, episode 55. Chris, here with my buddy Jeff. Hello. Still, again, I just want to know why you introduce it like people don't know and it's a video call or people don't know. People don't this know. This is Jeff. I got balls in my mouth. I hope there's some boba balls or something. No, nah, bro, these them. So I ordered some food, bro. They sent me some biscuit balls with a cheese on the inside of them, and then they come with a with a drizzle of some strawberry jelly stuff. Mm-mm, boy, good. What, what kind of cuisine is this? Where's, what restaurant is this from? That sounds kind of tasty. Um, balls are us. I think it, no, it's a comes from a. It's, this is a rodeo burger. Interesting. Yeah, that's one way. It sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a Texas restaurant. The rodeo boot burger. Yeah, ro- rodeo goot. I like goot. Rodeo goot. 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 What the hell is a goot? I, know, that's, I thought that's what you said. Rodeo goop. No, burger. no. Rodeo goat, bro. <laughs> it ain't no goop in this Goat. Oh, Cabrito burger. Okay. Bruh. Uh, Very nice. For the four people that listen to us that speak Spanish, I, I thank you for saying it. I didn't even know what that meant. Cool. I'm good with it. There you go. Now you know. Cabrito is a goat. We had a goat burger down here. Uh, there's a restaurant that does them. They're, they're pretty tasty. They taste like... It's like a wait, wait. Time out. Time out. There was no goat on this burger. This is the name of the restaurant. <laughs> this oh. is the name of the restaurant. Like, I thought no you were talking goat. about you, a rodeo goat burger. Uh, no, the place is called Rodeo Goat. Oh, because we do have a restaurant that serves goat burgers. That's because you down in, in, in Sotex, man. Sotex be doing some weird shit. So we do it different in Sotex. It hit different. It hit it's different it's good. Here. If you never had a, a goat burger, I think you should change that. You should get one. Uh... God put meats on this earth, and goat was goat the, is the meat. Last time no, I checked, bro, no, <laughs> goat is not a meat. It doesn't taste. It does not taste gamey. It does not taste strange. It, it, I, I don't know if it tastes like goat because I haven't had another goat to compare. Well, you can eat whatever the hell you want, Bobcat Goldwig. I don't get time with it. I'm not going <laughs> to eat no goat. Next time, next time you're in the area, we're gonna we're gonna drop by and get you a goat burger. No, I'm good. Um, I eat I eat le beef. I eat le pork. I eat le chicken and whatever combination of those three makes. I eat le fish <laughs> and that's it. Those we, are the only meats. When you when you start talking about we eating goat and alligator and fresh and fresh raccoon out the backyard, I'm I'm done. We're, oh, we don't have nothing to talk okay, about. Okay, we 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 have to talk about the rest of the land animals because I got a perfect topic that, that segues into <laughs> there's more land animals that, than a goat. <laughs> what, what's the other land animals? The stuff that stuff that you would not want to if you weren't forced to so uh, we, we what we marathoned a show last week one of those uh survival shows in the woods where was, they drop people was it off bear grills or somebody else no it wasn't one of those fake stage shows this was called alone wait hold on you, on you, you call it bear grills fake he he for real he I got slug but i saw him no, he got, my porcupine i seen him drink his own pee too but he, he's <laughs> legit i get it the, the man has done some stuff but this this show was a contest for five hundred thousand dollars and to see how long people could last in the northern reaches of, of Canada up near the Arctic. Just drop them off on part of this, this island in the woods somewhere on the side of a mountain. And whoever outlasted everybody else uh, wins the cash money. But they're, 
out there by themselves with like nothing. They get to take ten items, so, like a knife, some rope, a, a pan, a first aid. Is kit, this that not kind just of stuff. naked and afraid? Isn't it the same concept? It might be a concept of survival, but they're by themselves, and they, and they have to follow the rules as far as like which animals are allowed to be hunted up there. So people had trouble with like foxes taking their stuff and raiding their area and eating their rabbits and stuff like that because they, they're not allowed to kill the fox in Canada. And people had to eat just lots of squirrels, squirrel intestine, rabbit intestines, and making like squirrel intestine brain I'm soup. I'm done. And eating random fish. A guy got sick, got food poisoning from sucking out some eggs out of a fish body that he, that he killed. What? So, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because he ate some parasite. He did what? Yeah, he cut open like the egg sack and just started sucking those eggs out of that fish. And then, like two hours later, dude was all jacked up on like poison fish parasites. So people did some interesting things. People, this dude fought a wolverine and he killed it with a hatchet. Some guy killed a moose hey, with a bow and arrow. Hold this, bubble. <laughs> yeah, he ki- he killed a wolverine. Killed wolverine. And then two weeks two weeks later, another wolverine came back and started raiding his camp and climbed a ladder and took his meat. <laughs> These people out here like. Try, trying to trying to live where it gets like negative forty degrees in the Arctic, and it's just really insane seeing them with a tarp, you know, throw it over some wood, build a little house, trying to start fires and stuff, and they have to film themselves to give them like sixty five pounds of uh, camera equipment to drag around. So they're out there just setting up their own cameras and filming themselves almost fall in the ice water and and drown and all this kind of stuff. So it was it was an interesting show. But they're eating some stuff that if I needed some protein or something. I just started my own leg or something. I don't know if I'd I eat, can like, tell rat you now, we, none of us would make it in the wild. Um, at this point, we we too we some domesticated house cats at this point. We we can't make it. Yeah, they have some skills that no, you don't learn in school, man. They they would definitely uh, outlast me in any of that any of that those contests like that. It was funny seeing some people drop out just because they go kind of crazy or they're getting hungry or one guy stand around and show off talking to shit how he was going to win the competition and then he. Broke his knee walking down the hill, and <laughs> he had to call with a satellite phone to come get his ass because he was fucked up. He got he so, he, he reached out, call call home, come come somebody come pick yeah. me up. I'm hurt. They do, they do. They have them on their ET phone home and with their with their satellite phones going like I can't take it anymore. Come get me. And then some lady had to leave because she didn't poop for two weeks. So she <laughs> kind of stuffed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. Miserable. If you out in the wild, you can't poop for yeah. two weeks. Back. Yeah, she's like, uh, somebody come get me. I need to go to the bathroom. Oh wow, she has shy bladder. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so it, it was an interesting show. It was it was it was pretty crazy. And but apparently, it's season six. Of, yeah, because people said it was a little crazy and had some interesting situations of these people trying to overcome. You know, going insane out there. The last guy survived for seventy-seven days out there by himself. Seventy-seven days. Good God. Yeah. And so when when you win, they like bring your wife or your husband out there to like see you, and then they just show up out of the boat. They're like, "Oh shit, that means y'all won," because you know the dude's wife showed up from around a tree somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it would seem like that cool. they would show up, and the guy would be like, "I don't know," and just be fucked yeah. up in the head or something. Like, and she like, can't talk anymore. <laughs> My husband, this ain't the person I left. Oh my god! Yeah, they turned they turned him into a random mountain man raised by wolves out there right. for real. Well, they forget how to speak English. Uh, it's it's crazy. It was an interesting show. If you like any kind of that survival outdoor stuff, seeing some people in some messed up situations, I'd binge through that. It's only a, you know like ten episodes, something like that. Yeah, I'm good. I see that. I saw that every day on the streets, the hardcore streets of Memphis. <laughs> I mean, people outside. 
Eating her own poop. Some people <laughs> had to do what they had Some to people do. playing alone in Memphis too, and they're not even getting that five hundred thousand dollar prize for outlasting exactly. everybody. Exactly. These folks out there, they just out there. Oh, that's so and, and they know there's no carrot at the end of that rope. They just out there. <laughs> These streets hard for yeah. them. I'm just telling you, man. Man, you you just I don't know if you did it on purpose, but you, you said of another perfect topic, something I sent you a few weeks ago. Oh damn of a game in a game in early access on Steam. What that which is. is a homeless homeless survival game. Oh yeah, I saw that crap. That's that's just dumb. That's just dumb. That was so so trash. So it's it's a damn survival game where everybody that's a player is a homeless character and you're trying to like scavenge trash cans and uh set up newspaper blankets and sleeping on benches and stuff and trying to fight other homeless people and steal supplies and you know get your twenty five cents to take the bus. Right. It's a very odd concept for a survival game. Um but that's a true survival though. I mean that's uh, it, that's the true urban survival. Like, but I still don't understand why somebody thought it was a good idea to make a video game about this. It makes no sense. Yeah, you're right on both counts. <laughs> it, it is survival game, but th- th- did it need to be made? It, did we need it, that? We need that. We need that. I'm, I, and what's what's was, what's crazy, but we know Matt is gonna be on it. Gonna be like the new Green Hill. He'll be on it. I promise you. He once it comes out, Matt is gonna be playing. No, we always see his status updates of what he's doing. He's going to be on the homeless game for weeks. He's, wait he's, the, he's the head homeless man out there, like, the king of the streets. The king of the streets, Matt, is going to be like over there in the corner. It's going to be crazy. Uh, he's going to have the biggest underpass tent set up. It's going to be beautiful. Well, welcome to Tentopia. We in here. I, I, yeah, I don't see why anybody would want to play it. I mean, I, I give them some kind of lead way only because they did something that ain't nobody else done. Like they did a game that nobody on earth has even thought about making probably. So kudos to them. They didn't really steal it from somebody else. So kudos from them. But watch, watch what I tell you. Dude, every time a game comes out and it gets greenlit on Steam or wherever it gets greenlit on, it's always funny because like 10 people come out of the woodwork. That was my idea. We already got that game. The game exists somewhere else. So I would just wonder how many people gonna come out and say we've been working on a homeless game for like seven months already, and they started it. I can't wait to see it. You stole our announcement from our homeless product. Yeah, that if it's successful, then there's gonna be copycats, and if it's a failure, it's just gonna disappear, and people are gonna forget about it. But they're still in early access. They're trying to make it a success. I don't even remember the name of the game. It's not even worth shouting. I out, thought it was. Really. I thought it was like Hobo Fight, <laughs> Hobo Showdown, oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think I think Hobo might have been in the title, but look for homeless homeless simulator two thousand, and it's it's on Steam somewhere. It, it, it'll be probably five ninety nine on. Steam. <laughs> it, it is what it is, but uh, that's not something I want to pick up in my Steam library at, at not even remotely at all. I'm good. You know, I collect I collect free games and stuff. I, I don't even know if I bother adding that one to my list either. So you mean to tell me they gave it to you free? You ain't down for it. The, the dude that collects well, everything, like literally the games that just be straight trash, you pick them up. When push comes to shove, I'm going to hit that redeem button if it's free. I thought you were going to say you can hit that bidet button. <laughs> that no. happens too. No. <laughs> yeah, hit that bidet button, wipe that, uh, wipe that. homeless game out of, out, of my, out of my library. <laughs> people, I don't know. People get different, bro. I don't know. Maybe the bidet wasn't hitting right today and it messed me up. Hit the uh, wrong button. Uh, you, you hit extra coal on your asshole. Your no, ass I'm like, oh, you hit the wrong button on the bidet. And, and, and I, was dropping, I was dropping truth bombs when I was talking about if you turn it up to 10, you're going to go to the ER because that shit does hurt. 
I didn't like even mine say that. I didn't say that. I didn't, I didn't say in those straight up terms, but mine does not have like a rev limiter on that. That shit will go all the way to the top. It, it'll <laughs> let out all the pressure. Whatever's in that in that damn pipe coming out your house from the uh, main straight to uh, your ass, uh, it'll go. Yeah. So I oh, I use about I recommend the, if you want the brand I got, I say run it at about a three. Uh-uh. If you go above a three, you must have like your ass blew up. You need to go to a four, kind of wiggle it off a little bit, get it cleaned out. But I uh, stick to a three and below for normal everyday no usage. You're walking straight. Ah. <laughs> it doesn't have a rev limit. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? No, you know, you'd be, you be renting a U-Haul truck. It says, can I go above 65? This one didn't come with that. <laughs> it, goes, it goes all the way to 100. In, <laughs> it goes in, to in the manual, do not go above five. <laughs> no, yeah, since we do not recommend it, we let you. But just because you can does not mean you should. Oh, man, I don't it. I got these I don't it shirts ready, bro. Uh, that's I, I don't it. I don't it. And I've, I'm still curious, you know, since you got, I got the bidet installed. I haven't like, you, you never, you can't, you can't run it without sitting on it because obviously what? it's just going to shoot. It's, <laughs> it's just going to shoot water straight up because there's no ass contact for it. It's just going to keep going until it hits the wall. <laughs> can't you so, just put the damn toilet seat down? <laughs> Wouldn't that stop it from going anywhere? <laughs> Wait. I think the logic here is stupid. What the fuck, dude? Just put the toilet seat down. Seat it would lift. It would blast the toilet seat uh, off the fucking man. It was uh, yeah. So <laughs> when I first plugged it in, I, I didn't think about putting the toilet lid down, obviously, but put on it and like fake shit and then see what it did. <laughs> You're like, I. It's always gonna be a test pilot, like the guy that broke the sound barrier. Someone has to be brave enough to try this stuff out for the first time. Did, did you sit there? <laughs> did you sit there? It gets sprayed like, hey, hey, Sylvia, come here, come check this out. <laughs> She's like, what do what? And he's like, sit here. And hey! <laughs> let me let me crank this up. Crank that. Oh, crank that. You sold your you. <laughs> you. I, it was me. I was the you was me. Oh, you you cranked it. Cranked it to ten, and he was like, whoa, man, this this hit that's different. That's this that. hit real different. <laughs> like, what the hell? Oh yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah, you got you got to ease yourself into it. It's, it takes practice. But now I think I'm a pro. A pro bidet user? What the fuck? You gotta wait. Is there a, is there a class for this shit? Like to tell you how to be a it's pro? It's like a driver's user. license. Like you get your CDL. You get your CDL for the bidet to drive that shit. Crank that. Oh, crank, crank, crank that. Crank that license. That you stay below two if you're a novice, and the only one you get into your 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 classes and get some knowledge, you can crank it up. Crank that. I'm gonna put a speed limit on mine because uh you should put a sign in your bathroom that says don't crank it above the three. No, it's not it's not in the guest bathroom because I think if a guest walked in there, they'd be kind of freaked out what the hell that is. Because it's not something you see every day over here in America. So I, I, that's that's in the private quarters. Wait, you really think that a person will walk in your bathroom? And not know what a bidet is, like for real. What do you think is a fucking fountain? They gonna drink water out of it? What do you? Th- what else could it be? It can't. What else is it gonna be? Uh, a special medical device. Uh, we have. I don't know. I don't know what they would think, but we don't have a lot of people coming to take a shit in our house, so it's not like we have to worry about that. If, ever I, if I walk in your house and I see a, a contraption on a toilet that has a spigot on it, I'm be like. I'm thirsty. I'm gonna get some water. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna sit my ass down and spray my hole because I know it's a bidet. But you are, you are a worldly man, though. You are a world traveler. You've been outside the country. Like, damn, so takes people so coming to your house. Be like, what is that? It's an alien machine. <laughs> I wash my hair, shower in the toilet. Take the, the new shower. We take shower here. No, 
you you need to get some new company. Them <laughs> motherfuckers dumb. <laughs> they dumb as hell. I'm not disparaging the the company I keep, but I don't know if they they they'd be judging me for having a bad day, man. You don't want to be judged out there. You just never know. You don't, I, you don't want nobody to judge you. Do not judge a man by the content of his bidet. <laughs> oh, oh man, it's it's 2021, but but they people get discriminated against. So you don't want everybody to know know your business. I mean, it's it's just like Black History Month, but Day History Month, bro. It's like do not judge a man by the the content of his bidet, but of the spray of his butthole. Like for real, that's yeah. We'll that's work on that about. speech, but something like that. <laughs> you're you're real Martin Luther Day <laughs> <Bidet. laughs> No, their main his their main history is in. I was uh, I was saying like with my new job I'm in Texas and blah 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 right. So I, I somebody posted something about you know on Martin Luther King Day, and I was like being from the city that he took his last breath and everybody liked it. And it was like it, in Memphis it does kind of hit different like for real for real like that's one of them things where. People from Memphis, like a lot of people, especially like young kids, they probably don't give a shit. But a lot of people understand, like, Memphis is where he died. Like, he was killed in the city that most of us lived in for most of our life. It's like, that's some crazy thing to think about. Like, one of the most talked about, one of the most uh, revered, one of the most um, quoted, like, people in the history of people died in your city not even he just died i think we had the same conversation he didn't just die it wasn't just die he it was more than die yeah so it's a it's a very different thing you know we deal with it differently in but it's, it's a way different thing once you go to the museum there you can see the hotel you can go across the street you can see where he was right. shot from they have the whole setup of how that day was and then you can go through the whole museum and like see his history leading up to that moment knowing what's coming on all the stuff he was involved with and it was a deep experience, like taking some people there for the first time that came to Memphis to see me. Like they didn't even understand for the like this at the same level, I guess, of the history that was there. Mm-hmm. That what was going on in Memphis when they were on the coast and stuff. Like back back, even if they're older folks that came in to visit, like it hit a little bit bit, bit different with giving them more information on the context of everything and just kind of was more serious once they were there. Knowing what, what what went down, yeah, it's it's different than just you know seeing it on TV, reading the history books. When you're in that city and you can go to that place, it's it's a whole other experience. Yeah, um, I mean the same thing happened to me here. I moved to Dallas, and I didn't really know. Like I'm being honest, I'm just being honest. Like I know some people say they did know some. A lot of people I said did know. Like Juneteenth is a is a holiday now. Like it's an actual national holiday. I had never heard of Juneteenth until I moved to Dallas. Because it technically is a is a Texas holiday, technically, mainly because the June the, that day is the last day the slaves were slaves, but it happened in Texas. So a lot more people in Texas know about it than Memphis. I know a lot of people who do know about Juneteenth, but I'm just being honest. I had no idea. Like they didn't teach that in school. It wasn't in our history books. In Tennessee history, it wasn't there. Black history, it really wasn't talked about when I was in school. Now this was like a billion years ago, so it was a different situation. But it was new to me. So it, when you got here, it's like, oh, wow, that's something bigger yeah, than maybe I that's thought. why I've heard about it more also. But I feel just on the Internet in general that I think over the last probably 10 years, I might have heard Juneteenth. I didn't really know what it was. I didn't know if it was official holiday, all that stuff about it. Right. But then I'd say in the last two or three years, when it comes around, it's a bigger, has a bigger presence and it's more talked about on, on the Internet. And it's just like, I don't know where the like the push for that came or maybe more people get educated about it and it, it just getting bigger 
it feels like it's 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 more out there now and even like you you say you didn't know about it like more people are are talking about it and even like getting other folks to, to learn about that but i didn't know it was a specifically kind of originated in texas type yeah it's it's one of the things where the the last slaves were freed and it's just because of how long it took to get here uh to get to i think central texas was where the last supposed you know slaves were held when they got the news that they were no longer slaves it is interesting that it's now a national holiday because it was not a national holiday like last year was the first year that they decided that like companies was like yeah we're gonna observe this like we observe you know other major holidays um and and you you're all for things like that because like i still think it's a it's very surprising to me that not a lot of companies observe Martin Luther King Day and then in Memphis alone there's companies in Memphis who don't observe it correctly like they don't do it like Fred's we didn't do it like our old company did not observe that day it was interesting to Fred's that like we got a different work day off than the warehouse got off and you, yes you yes, can right. guess maybe the makeup of who worked in the warehouse they're like hey you can have Martin Luther King Day but everybody at the office you get this other day it was an interesting trade-off and uh, my company now this year was the first year they added as an extra holiday, Martin Luther King Day, always celebrated it. Always were involved in different right. things in the city, but now they're giving it as a company holiday. So maybe that's it's still taking years and years for companies to start recognizing that, and still not everybody. But hopefully, that just keeps getting added on as a like a true thing that they're going to observe and take a day off and shut it all down for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm I'm an advocate of. I mean, it's kind of like one of the best things. Like, yes, you shouldn't have to have the day off. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh man. Everybody use because everybody uses holidays for a day off. I get that, but it, and most of us, let's be honest, most of us don't observe the holiday. We just take it as a damn day off. So it's one of the things. Like if if companies do more, and it's like okay, you might not have the day off, but we're gonna have sensitivity training, or we're gonna do this type of thing, or we're gonna you know uh, have outreach or have co- company togetherness type stuff. I'm cool with that too. You don't necessarily have to give the day out. I just want want it to be more a lot of the holidays on both sides. Cause I, yeah, because Hispanics are uh, the same thing. They, it's not like anybody, you know, other than Taco Tuesday <laughs> and Cinco de Mayo, folks ain't trying to get down. So I'm just saying it's it's not just one people, it's all people, but right now this this is black people month. So if we're gonna talk about the did, black did you people. know that in San Antonio <laughs> here, I believe we have the largest MLK march. Yearly? Um, I doubt that, but I can believe it's probably pretty big just because of the size of the city. Because I've been to Charlotte, and Charlotte, bruh, oh, that, look, look it up, bro. <laughs> San Antonio hosts the largest march with over three hundred thousand participants yearly. It's one of the big things down here. And HEB uh, is is a, is a part of it every year and has partners show up to that, and they they participate in that march and they publicize it and everything. So for some reason, well, it's, that's a weird place though. San, yeah, San Antonio in the nation every year they got the biggest MLK march. Okay. Go ahead, San Antonio. I'm cool. Cool. We cool with the Brown. We down still, with the Brown. I still got to look it up, like how that happened, because that's a surprise to me, too. Of like, why is it so, why is it so big? Over yeah. yeah. It is to me, too, because I've been to San Antonio and I ain't seen, I didn't see not one black person the whole time I was there. So I don't know how they happened. <laughs> I don't know if they're getting busted in or uh, just the Brown folks are like down with MLK or, or like what, but it, it's huge down here. We need togetherness more than any other time in the history of mankind Let's right go. now, because the the amount of things that's working against us as a people is unbelievable. Like I honestly, we haven't seen the level of this kind of just bigotry and hate and basically war within our own country 
since before before rights like literally before like some of the when black people had no rights and women didn't have no rights and you know browns were didn't have no like we're going back to that point like we haven't seen that since those days like this is unbelievable that we're so far backwards like more than 100 years at this point we went forward 100 we went back like three level of hate from hundreds of years ago yeah it feels like it's, i was out in the open right people aren't even ashamed to say some crazy shit these days not get checked yeah so now we know chris you can say what you want we know you got you got that racist bony uh-uh, you know, uh-uh. we know. we're getting that bone on somebody else hopefully, <laughs> no, hopefully nobody's into that everybody be happy and uh, I'll just let you know, I'm, I'm here for watching the videos when people fuck around and find out. I like to see that. <laughs> when people get got trying to, trying to be out there they talking can't. that shit, and then they, they step up to somebody else, that, that's satisfying to see. Oh, man. Uh, so, you, that's a no. I'm good. Uh, speaking of another no, little things. Did you see it? Yeah, the little things came out. Are you said no, HBO. recommend them. I, I said, yeah, hard pass. It's, it's disappointing. It's bad. It's got it's one of those movies that's got actors in it that are cool. Everybody you like. The movie they're in as a whole, it just sucks. So it's got Jared Leto, crazy guy, uh, Denzel, and who's that dude from uh, Bad Robot? Matt Mark Ruffalo. No. <laughs> no, the dude from... <laughs> Damn, let me look up this. M. Night Shyamalan. The dude that has interesting face. The queen character. You mean... Mr. Robot and not yeah, Bad yeah, Robot? Robot. I was like, Bad Robot is it's a-, a, it's a production company. Yeah, Rami, Rami Malik. So yeah, that's a that's a better one. I was like, Bad Robot. Are we talking about JJ Abrams? <laughs> what, what are we doing? No, the, it was an interesting cast. Only problem is I don't believe Rami as a as a detective. He doesn't he doesn't have the character uh, face and all this other stuff. He's just totally wrong as, as this detective. And Denzel, he's just playing an old Denzel character. Dude, Denzel been playing the same character since probably Training Day. Like even before that, he's been playing the same character for literally the last probably ten years. Yeah, he had tinges of all his prior characters rolled up into this guy, and then you got Jared Leto that he pretty much played himself. He was just a creepy dude, so he he was a uh, good as a creeper. But it's just a murder mystery thing. Tries to be clever. It was just awkward. It was just strange. So don't waste your time on it. It's one of the HBO movies going straight to HBO that's also in theaters, you know, for the first 30 right. days. I think with, with this and Wonder Woman, so far they're swinging over to with, with that program right there. I'm glad they both came out on HBO so I didn't get tricked to see them in the theater. But both of them so far have been kind of whack. Uh, so hopefully, you know, Denzel got paid $20 million for of this course movie. He did. And, and it made like $4 million worldwide first weekend. So he got his money. He's good. <laughs> the, the rest of the folks. Hope they're eating too, but this movie's not going to make back that cash. I'm almost wondering, though. I'm almost wondering if the idea of doing video and in theater at the same time is going to be a negative impact towards bad movies or some kind of helpful thing for bad movies because that movie is bad. It came out for free. Well, not for free. You're paying for it, technically. You're paying for a service. Because a lot of people, like, you know, you, you hate movie theaters. You do. But I know you go to movies. Not everybody goes to movie theaters. A lot of people do stay home a lot more. So people who have that service, you're paying $35 a month, $15 a month, $20 a month, whatever you're paying for it. They're getting that money anyway. So they're at least getting that repeat- repetitively. Um, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing because somebody, like you said, Wonder Woman was not a good movie and it was not a good in the theater movie either. It was just overall not a great situation. And like you said, this movie, over two is not that's not a good start 
like at at all. That's not a good start at all. You you hyping up movies and hoping people come back, but you got movies that ain't they're not good. So we'll, we'll, I just don't know if it's gonna be a good thing or a bad thing. Them releasing it on both at the same time. Because once people see it, word of mouth gets around, and people who were gonna go to a theater is not gonna go. Yeah, I think it helps get the bad word out faster right. and vice versa. But since it had such bad reviews the first weekend that it was on HBO, uh, it's just going to depress the the numbers at the, at the theater of anybody that was going to show up. So it probably hurts them for bad movies. It would only help them for good movies. Or it gets more people, like if it was actually good and had a lot of hype, then people are going to sign up for HBO. So one way or the other, they'll get some HBO subscription money or the person will pop in the theater. But if it's bad, then it's, it's, it's bad all over. I want, I want HBO so in my good. Then, I want somebody in my, pump it in my veins. Like sunshine. The good stuff only, not the bad <laughs> shit. Hopefully, the next next movies they come out with this year are going to be decent because they got Dune, Godzilla, Ugh. some other crap coming out later. Like, I hope they're fun, good movies, at least enjoyable at the house. And like, if Godzilla's fun, I'll, I'll be happy about that, even if it's just some kind of random ass action movie like the rest of them that came out. But I don't have to pay for it. That's cool with me. Um, I think I think Godzilla will be fine. The last one was okay. It's not going to be an exceptionally great movie. It's also not going to be a horrible movie. I just think it's going to be a decent movie. Now, Dune, yeah, that is scary because that's one of your big budget projects. And Wonder Woman didn't do great, so I'm afraid for that one. I'm I don't know what to look forward to on it. I'm I'm actually quite afraid to see what happens. Well, I think it's extremely difficult, even if theaters were normal, to take a book. It's that thick and deep. Damn. Oh yeah, that's that what she said. Yeah. I like it. Thick and deep. That's thick with three three, three C's, C's. This dude. This is the this is the real D. The dude. Oh man. The that movie being adapted because it was already a big undertaking for the one that got back in the eighties. Oh. It's a lot of shit to cover for that book. So to get it right and it's weird. Got like weird characters. It's got a weird sci-fi universe. Just trying to do that justice and make it successful is going to be hard anyways. So hopefully, like it's a good movie. On top of all that struggle with uh, having to film this around the COVID stuff and delay the movie a, a year and all that. Uh, you can only hope that it's good, but it, it, could, it could go either way. It could be just a real bad sci-fi movie or just the next, the next big trilogy of, of you know, of, of a franchise. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's, it's truthfully, it could be heads or tails at this point. Who knows? It, I mean, especially big budgeted films at this point, it's kind of like hit or miss. You, you really don't know. Because we haven't, last year was supposed to be the year of all these big budget movies. Everything got shuffled around, and then a lot of stuff did come out was just bad or not received very well. I mean, I, I know a lot of people hate a Tenet. I didn't actually hate Tenet. I didn't think it was the best movie ever seen, but I didn't hate Tenet. Um, there were a couple other movies that were supposed to come out. Like, there, the one I was asking you about, I think you got in, in our notes or whatever about um, the, uh, the, Co- the Covidia movie. That did not come out. Song, Songbird. Yeah. It got what a ten. Well, oh, it's on rent. It's on rental now. Yeah. It's out there for five got that bucks. ten ten percent finally though. released. Oh, it has ten percent off <laughs> or ten percent. No, I got ten percent Rotten Tomatoes, bro. I'm like, what? I don't know oh, if that God. is ten percent because it's a bad movie, or if I don't know if it's ten percent because it's too too soon. I don't. That's the part I don't know. <laughs> it looked like the, from the trailer and when, the, when it came out because the, the trailer came out. Six seven months ago, I feel like it was, I think it was longer than that. Not that long I think ago. it was longer than that. It was, it was like five minutes after the first guy died from COVID. They made a movie about it, and, they, and then Michael Bay put this together, and it looks like he filmed it in a weekend. 
<laughs> it, it just looks like a small, small budget thing. Like I got to jump on this COVID thing, get this movie out, and and try to try to take advantage of that. No, we gonna have to. Hold on, let's check that out because it it could not have been. I think it's been out longer than you know. No, it was mid summer, mid year. It wasn't like before COVID happened or anything. It was definitely after this stuff happened. Looking it up, seeing when it. Let, let's see. It, the, it, first, it, the first trailer. It's still dropping. October 29th. It's still dropping. October 29th. That's You say October 29th was where I could see the date for the first trailer. It feels like it was longer ago, but that's what it says. I well, okay, maybe he did Man. just hastily throw it together. I don't, I don't. Know. Um. That's hastily. Yeah, it was super hastily because they started they started filming July eighth, twenty twenty, and it wrapped on August third. So that is pretty. That's I, I don't even think I've seen a movie turn that fast before in my life. <laughs> we were still in quarantine in July. Shit, that's why the movie was the way it is. I guess I don't know. It was it was made that, that's it was a, made for two point five, and so far they've grossed one hundred and seventy four thousand, not million, thousand dollars, not million. That's sad. Can't even make back two million dollars. Damn, Michael Bay has fallen, dude. Remember, we he used to make trillions of dollars on Transformers. Uh, Michael boys. Bay failed a long time ago. Uh, yeah, let's not even start. It's a shadow of, of his former self, but yeah, we're not going to get to that. But who's not a shadow of their former self is Zack Snyder. I'm just throwing this out there. The Snyder Cut, March 18th, it's finally going to come out. We got a hard date for the four hour epic recut, reshoot, reimagining of Justice League. I'm here for it. I want to see it. Did you see that? Did you see that Joker is added to? The I don't movie? want to see the Joker. With Fuck Jerry Leto. Leto can go suck a. I'm sorry. I do not want to see him as a Joker ever in life. He does suck, <laughs> but apparently they they changed since Snyder's recutting everything, and he's putting Joker back in the movie because originally he was going to be in Justice League, but something happened with filming of Suicide Squad and all the other scheduling, whatever the hell happened. He got cut from the movie, and so he's putting him in there with possibly like different stuff maybe taking away tattoos different hair like he's just putting his own version of the joker in there that's not connected to anything let's else. hope that they fix that because that that movie had the worst adaptation of a joker i've ever seen like that was i know where they were going they were trying to make it more current more edgy more and less comic booky but that movie was trash with him in it the way that they did the movie it was absolutely trash so I hope they change it completely. I yeah, don't. Think- I think that the biggest screen jokers, that's the worst one that we've had. That was terrible. Suicide Squad. Yeah, I think he's the worst one out of the all of. Like I don't. I, we could go back to the well, any joker yeah. that existed. Yeah, cartoon Joker, my my stick figure Joker, any any Joker that existed. Yeah, I mean, for real, one. that dude sucked. <laughs> I hate it for him, but he sucked ass at wow. this. But uh, so you I you, I I don't know where they thought they were going to get them from like where they was going to do with them or originally like i don't know like i don't know what the original plan was i just know they could have kept him out of that movie and it would have been a better movie yeah i don't think they need to touch him but we're gonna find out in uh, about six weeks if that was worth it or not i hope i still think that's a long ass time though like six weeks is a long time and like it's been when did they announce it originally Back in it was October? before that, they, they've been filming all all last year and editing stuff together. So it's been, I think, by the time this comes out, it's almost been a year since they announced they were going to do a Snyder cut. So it, it, it's been had plenty of time. Yeah, hopefully it's, it's worth it. Shit, it's going to be four hours, man. Get get your popcorn ready and get ready to to chill out for a while and just just sit down, turn the lights down, and and watch the whole damn thing. And hopefully it's not boring. That's all I can say. Because four hours, that's a good chunk of time. You could be doing different things. You ain't lying. 
Oh, what 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 else is good this week? Uh, how's your how's your I GameStop mean... stock doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, that's you. I told you to get out that rocket ship a long time ago. This fool got on the rocket ship. We going to the moon. Like it's flying up to the moon. I'm like, you might want to, you know, jump out the window. You might want to jump out the window. And then today we got hit with the new. Like I'm pissed myself because AMC started tanking, BT started tanking, Naked started tanking. Like everything started tanking in today. Like for real. Like last yesterday and today has been this like downward spiral. Now even with the ones that I have that tank. GameStop tanked harder than anything I've ever seen in life. Like it went from like upper 300s, I got to 480 for about five minutes and then it started. Okay, 480 to like $70 at one point. And I was like, what the heck? It like straight up free fall. Like, did you did you get the rest of yours out or did you leave it there? Are you still to the moon? What's what's going on? You and Tesla? Uh, I'm good. I got out in the in the 300s of enough to just cover my play money. So the rest of my my shares in there are just like extra just to see what happens. And then slowly I'll peel I'll peel off enough to you know get a few hundred dollars here and there. I don't think it's ever going to go back up to the 480s. Nothing like that. That would have been the prime time to sell, but when it was happening, it sure did look like it was going up and up and up because every 5 minutes it was going up another 20 bucks. Man, so it's kind of hard I to it was hard you. to say where the top was, but still the the experiment of the last couple of weeks and the excitement around that uh, didn't lose any money, for sure. So got got out the initial investment, and then just playing with the rest. But it's been an interesting time to learn about stocks and try to use that one as the first one to jump in on as an like an investment. And that's right. definitely not the right way to go, because that's chasing <laughs> uh, chasing like a in the moment type thing that's supposed to get get you some money like in a couple of days where. Normally, you're supposed to invest long term, like a couple years and longer. So this is a good learning experience for playing around with that. I don't have the heart for this because I think my blood pressure has been too high the last couple of weeks. You ain't lying. I do, but <laughs> this is a, here's the thing with that, though. So you, you were like, don't look at it every day. I'm like, no, this situation is very different than the situation that we're used to of put your money in and just wait. This was. You actually had to pay attention to it by the minute because if you didn't, you could go from four hundred and eighty dollars to seventy dollars if you didn't pay attention to it in one day. So, yeah, this was a get quick, get quick, get get rich quick scheme type situation. Um, I'm with you. I didn't have the heart. I only had like a couple of play, you know, play in there, and I took it out like when they got the one forty. I was like, <laughs> see, I told you. Yeah, it was. Uh... It was an interesting ride for sure, man. But uh, keep watching it. It looks like it's it's kind of stabilized right now because some of the other news that just got announced today was they actually hired a new chief technology officer from Amazon Web Services. They got a new senior VP of customer care that came over from Chewy and then some new e-com and fulfillment expert that worked at Amazon, Walmart, and QVC. So they're bringing in these players in these high positions. Really, they're going to try to actually take GameStop in another direction. If they're putting in these people like in customer service and oh shit, they just made a buttload of money. They could probably hire whoever the hell they wanted. They just got a whole bunch of money off of this. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think they really were able to take advantage of that. I, stock I, can, price I can guarantee you. Much with it. Look, look. This is coming from a person, and you should notice yourself. You work in a corporate office of a company. This is coming from a person who works in a corporate office of a company, and it was very close to 
C-level, C-suite type people. They may not have done it, but you better damn sure believe that somebody in their family or immediate friends did. So don't think for a second <laughs> that they did not take advantage of it. Well, they, they could have made some money off it personally. I'm saying as a company, they didn't make any announcements that they used the stock the same way that like AMC did, where AMC, when they had the run-up, they were able to pay off like $600 million in debt. Well, this, this whole meme stock stuff saved AMC last week. And so far, it hasn't had a, a permanent impact on, on GameStop. They're still hiring people, and then they never made any comments or had a press release while it was running up to 500 bucks. So they didn't try to get involved with uh, affecting the price there. But I'm just wondering where it's going to settle Shit, out. AMC owns some free movies then, don't it? They need to give a, we need to get a yeah. summer of free movies from AMC. We, just, we saved your life. If you bought a couple stocks, dude, you, you saved them last week. You let them write that, that debt off. Now they're clearing. They can survive till next year. They can make it. They were on. They were on the verge of bankruptcy two weeks ago. I, I still got. I still got some stock in them. I mean, I, I, I got a couple of shares, and it ain't looking good. So, so I'm kind of like, uh, should I just yeah, hold, cut hold on, bro? Look, hold on. Next look, hold door. I'm not doing this. Look, we're not gonna keep going back and forth with this stuff. This is the same dude who literally did not tell me that you sold some of your stock all. You never said it. You just like, hold door, hold door, hold door. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're about to lose your shirt, bro. And he was like, oh, yeah, I, I sold. I'm you. protecting myself. I'm protecting this house, bro. Hey, we got this. Um, it's all play money. It's all play money. Now it's just extra cherry on top. So it was bro, enough to Are to you going to buy something else? Are you going you, you to you wait for the next hype train? Because I've heard uh, rumblings of some other companies becoming the next hype train. No, no company is set up to do what this is like a once in a decade type of thing that happens. Nothing's going to be next, the next GameStop next week. So I think I'm going to take some of the cash I got in the stock market now and just move it around to the Microsoft's and the Tesla's and the Netflix, like those stable ones that are always going to be around. Not try to jump on this, uh, the flavor of the week stuff, because that's too risky. I'm not trying to be the person in there posting, look, guys, I lost, you know, $50,000 overnight. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't have that kind of money to, to play around with. So I'm looking for some stable stuff, man. Stocks market can be scary, bro. It, it, I think <laughs> I think this is the one time that everybody was just like trying their hand at it. I mean, I know plenty of people who threw money at the stock market this week or last week or week before last when this stuff started. It's like almost every like instantaneously, it became just like catch fire type situation. Word of mouth got around. Everybody started reading it on forums and then everybody got in. And I'm with you. I don't think it's going to happen again, mainly because it really that one was so was just crazy out of the way. Never like something that we've never seen before that I don't see it happening again. And the, here's what the interesting piece is going to be is what's going to happen to Robin hood because the faith in Robin hood has been shook. Like they shook for real. Like people are not going to be probably using Robin hood nearly as much or not at all because of, you know, and it's not, it wasn't, I know it wasn't just them, but they were the big player and did it first. They just allowed everybody else to come behind them and do it too. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to recover all this bad press they've had. And they were going to have an IPO this year too, which that looks oh, like they kind of messed up. They're going to have issues with that. Uh, they, they, they were trying to halt that button. They were like, they saw all that money. And they kept saying, like, and I do believe what they said. They, they were saying they stopped it not because of supposedly getting a call from, you know, these big investors, blah, 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 but because the the clearinghouse because of how much money had to be put up and the securities around it and the 
the insurance around it was such a big situation that they they had to stop selling it because they the clearinghouse wouldn't cover it anymore. And that's why I get yeah. that. I understand what they're saying. Still some bullshit yeah, though, but you know true. what I'm saying. It, it was bullshit from some direction. It wasn't entirely their fault because they got asked to, to write a three billion dollar check that day to cover all these GameStop shares, so they couldn't do that. They don't have that money sitting around in the in the, in the bank account. So it wasn't their, their fault of trying to manipulate it themselves. It was more like the total company uh, conglomerate type of thing that runs the top of the stock market to validate all the shares was putting that out there, changing those margin requirements. So it kind of screwed everybody up and definitely took the momentum out of that run up to 500 that was going on. Because if that didn't happen, who knows what would happen on Thursday and Friday. It was just going to go. It might have went to 1,000. Who, who knows? Yeah. Well. I'm out of start. I mean, I'm still got my little stock. I'm out of the big, big money stock stuff. Uh, at this point, it was kind of like I'm gonna let the big fish do it because your boy is like, I, like you said, I don't have the heart for it. I didn't have the nerve for it quickly. You stayed in way longer than I did. I was just like, uh, I gotta go. I gotta maybe need some shoes. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta feed yeah, the you, family. You, you were scared of that thing moving around every minute and going the opposite direction. You, you jump, you jump ship. I can understand well, it though, man. It went like I think when I jumped, it was at a point where it, it I think it hit like a high of 300 and then it was falling. It was free falling again. And it got to like 140 something, 147, 148. And I was like, uh, I'm just going to, you know, get the money because I think I bought mine at $50 or something like that. So I'm like, I'll just take the winnings now and just, you know, and then spread that out to some other things. So yeah, I didn't have the heart for it then. Nevertheless, seeing it get to 500 and then die instantly and i was like uh no i would I, I couldn't do it i'm over here trying to hold my mic up and stuff because my shit was falling apart mid-episode some of those mutes my damn mark mic arm was coming off the table oh, yeah. and i was trying to make all you had to do was stuff. say bro my shit broke let's stop for a second yeah i was distracted by my fucking mic falling apart i don't know what oh was going God. on i literally right. i was i was fucking and i was looking at the screen and stuff and i look over and my mic is like almost in my fucking lap like i didn't even notice it was like drooping down so i need, I need, I need to Better mic arm. Yeah, get a new mic arm. Spend some of that damn cash money you got from uh fucking selling your soul to the stock market. Damn, maybe. I'll see if I get my setup improved. Man, you gotta do something, man. We we gotta do we gotta do better. I need more modelos. I think I'm gonna pregame at like four o'clock with like two modelos and then we start the podcast. <laughs> so what you could do is spend some money. You get you got a PS5, right? You know it. Um, 4.5 million PS5 sold. I don't know where they sold them in because I can't find one still to this day. It's not like I'm really looking. I just can't find one. Like you can't go on a website and be like, "Let me get this PS5." It don't exist 90% of the time. And then you got you know scalpers are still doing their thing, ripping stuff off the internet as soon as they hit the internet. Because I'm still looking for stuff like a a new graphics card. Hadn't been able to get one. Um at all i've gone to micro center several times i've gone to the the websites and done it and you just can't get one it's just impossible at this point can you even go to the store and get on a wait list to not just try to show up you know when the truck gets there no you have to just go stand there and wait in line so that that is like almost like back in the day when a new game would come out, you would go to that midnight release you go go to your best spot they have them barricades out there dogs and police and they stick the <laughs> dogs on the black people in the line, but it's just like that, but just a little bit more civil. A little bit more civil. That's a cool. Bit. But 
I, I wish you luck trying to find one of these graphics cards because this is not the year you want to try to be finding anything. Maybe in two or three years when all that supply evens out, because it's still going to be a bitch to get it anytime soon. But I know if they made four and a half million of those PS5s, they sold every damn one of them because they're not at the store. I, I'm guessing. Uh, and here's the funny part about the whole the graphics card thing. So Microsoft tells it's store of time. So graphic. The funny thing is about the graphics card is, uh, with the Micro Center, they actually have them in the store. They don't. So what they're they're smart. Like everybody, everybody know how to make that up charge. It seemed like. So what they did was they took a certain amount of their graphics cards, put them in a bag for you to buy. Like people who want to buy pre-built from the store, they'll build it for you, but they slap on this extra charge. And the only way that you can get it is if they build it for you. You cannot buy it as a separate piece. I saw a dude walking around with an associate. They were picking up all his parts and piecing them together and getting it all together. He was like, and I was like, sir, can I have another? And he was like, we ain't got none. Get out of here, kid. And, I was, and basically he was told me, he was like, yeah, you can get one, but you have to buy this pre-built. And the pre-built was like $2,500 or something like that. Damn. That's, that's just what GameStop did with our buddy Jason last year. He's trying to get a PS5. He had to buy the bundle for like 950 bucks. They came with a couple of games and extra controller and all well, that other BS. That's how, they, that's how you make some money, man. It sucks, but that's how you make make it roll. But yeah, PS Five still hard to get. I don't, I haven't seen one in a while in a in a while. It's not something I'm trying to get myself, but man, it's it's got to suck that you got something new out there, that new toy, the new shiny thing that you want to put your hands on, but you really can't because you can't get your hands on it anywhere at this point, unless you're just literally waiting at the door for them to bring yeah, it. To be honest stock. with you, though. It's not, I think right now it's not crucial to, to get one. It's, it's mainly a PS4 machine and a couple PS5 games, just like the Xbox. If you want to play Miles Morales, that's cool. New Dark Souls, that's cool. But at the time right now, they're still, we're waiting for next-gen games to come out. So if you can wait, just keep on, keep on waiting. Wait till the end of this year. Wait, wait till something's out because it's not worth the, the headache of trying to go out there and spend one, honestly. Tell tell more things that are out there for it, but they got the hype. They got the the lead right now in the next gen wars. It's another Twitter guy that's pretty reliable came out and said Xbox Series X and S are about a million behind. So in the three point five million range to compared to PS Five with the four point five worldwide. So they're, they're both doing really well for a launch in this terrible economy and everything else that happened this year. But Sony's still leading the way. They they broke some records in like revenue per quarter and revenue in the whole year just as a gaming division. So the, they had a badass 2020 when everybody else was out there struggling. It's pretty interesting to have your best year ever with the year that we had as a country. <laughs> they, they actually, it's funny because like I mean, what Nintendo could say that game companies could say that one thing that came out today was PayPal said it was their highest usage year in the history really? of their company which means it's gonna be a lot of really? people in fucking debt come uh the end of this year how, how do you what do you how do you say how do you mean people being in debt uh you mean you gotta no, pay you, it you, you back? <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like that's what PayPal. paypal just transferring money to people you mean paypal credit cards you debt? no 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 bro no bro you don't know how this works you don't know about my life let me tell you paypal is paypal can be used in two different ways 
as a I'm gonna transfer it and pay for Susie's coffee, or they have a credit model. I have both. I have a business account with PayPal and I have a credit model. The credit model is basically the same thing as the pay as you go transfer shit, but it basically, instead of going directly out of your account, is actually used as a credit card. You can use it as credit. You pay it just like you would pay any other credit card. Well, so them saying that this is the har- the largest usage they've had ever means that a lot of people probably went out and bought their life on <laughs> PayPal credit because you can use PayPal almost anywhere. That's now. true. Because at, at one point I did have a PayPal debit card. I didn't get the credit card. I had the debit card to connect back to the PayPal account. If I, if I sold some stuff on eBay, yeah. you know, I could spend it buying my Wendy's lunch or something. But uh, that's right. Interesting. They, I think it's not just for PayPal, but every credit card company probably had a record year with charging their rent. Oh, shit definitely. To it. <laughs> like people are going to be uh, hitting that interest up pretty hard this year, trying to get out of that, or else it's going to smother some some folks. We've all been there. Yeah, Bernie. If you want to save somebody, help us with the credit card. Don't worry about the the student loan. I don't give a damn about these kids. You know, you take off the interest on this. You've been, you've been out of school for thirty five years. Man, you don't have bro, no student loans, bro. Anymore. If I go back to school right now, they're gonna be like, "Who you come to pick up? We need to get them out and come out, bring them to the office." Like, no, I'm here. I'm trying to I'm trying to get this education. No, nah, bro, you, you you look like you about to pick up somebody on the street, bro. So, no, nah, we can't let you go to that, that, that night school. You got to go to the old folks' night school. What? I don't wait. I don't want to go to Ovo school. It's boring. It smells like mothballs. That's your people. That's your age group, bro. <laughs> Got to hang over my age group. The, the the special classes for everybody, so it's cool. But but yeah, um, if you if you have a credit card, probably probably nine out of ten Americans at this point probably has charged most of their life to their card at this point. I'm just being honest because a lot of us went through either a a period of time where you had less money or no money coming in or stuff went up. You had to go get that toilet paper. Remember when we were hoard- do you remember when we were hoarding toilet paper? Uh, we stopped hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> oh shit. I thought we were done. Uh, wait, you still uh, no, you switched up, got that bidet, so I don't think you need you don't even use toilet paper no more in your house. No, no, no. We you still got you still gotta use it, man. It's 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 supplementary. But the toilet paper bill has gone down. I'll say that. I'm sure <laughs> you're using one ply and water. That, that's gross <laughs> as hell. One ply. We, we know we know somebody, though, from Memphis that bought toilet paper at every opportunity, had a closet full of toilet paper at their house. Shout out to Shannon. What's I was like, who? Who, who are we talking <laughs> about? Like, we putting people on blast out here. I'm like, who are we talking about? So somebody that was, uh, she was just worried about about the pandemic, I think since like 1997 or something, that it was going to happen. And just, she was, yes. she's been prepared forever, so. She didn't have a problem when, when the the uh, toilet paper outage happened because everybody was trying to come to her house and figure out where her stash was. I I was somewhat that person, but it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't like I ran out. It was like let me get all the toilet paper. It just was. It was circumstance that happened that I ended up with like ninety two rolls of toilet paper or something. I'm getting to the end of it now. I haven't bought a roll of toilet paper. This last year, <laughs> so did you actually go to Costco or something? How did you find it? Uh, no, let's just say I know a guy who know a guy who know a guy who sells toilet paper. But <laughs> you know something? You know a toilet paper salesman? I know these toilet paper salesmen, bro. They out here. They they got they got two two for was it two for two? They got uh eight for sixteen. They out here. I'm just saying, bro. They got toilet paper on toilet paper stacks on stacks. You you got the plug for that toilet paper. <laughs> if I had a plug, I wouldn't need toilet paper, but I ain't got no plug, so it's all good. 
but just just let's just say a brother has some toilet paper for a while, and I'm just now getting to the end. I still have a full pack of 48, <laughs> so I'm getting to the end of it now. Wow, I'm proud of you, boy. You're not going to run out. You, you got no worries this year. You're set up for 2021. Man, I get it, but day I can I can only I can use one sheet at a time. Use I'm, I'm going to get a bidet and some taint tape and toilet paper single ply we should be good oh what else do you need that pretty much covers it that's everything you need in your bathroom well you know and some poopery to go with it you know i wish i was bougie i wish i had a toto bidet i got a 25 dollars bidet off amazon it's spray water sale. it's spray water don't it it don't matter what the price was it's spray water in your butt it's not heated doesn't have an air dryer it doesn't do a butt massage it doesn't there's more features that i could have so i still aspire to have a, a fancier bidet one day in my life i took a water hose and taped it to the back of a toilet and i did the same thing just turn on the spigot and just let it go it's same difference that's exactly the same thing that i had to plug <laughs> into mine <laughs> at least you, at least yours just plugs in i had to run a hole through the window i'm out here i'm just trying to try to let me live trying to do this thing trying to do my life man trying to Trying to get right with, with with the lower before I you know hit the button. You never know. Yeah, I can appreciate that. You gotta watch out for yourself. Did you play anything this ahead. week? Uh Bobcat Goldwig. Uh, go- <laughs> Bobcat Goldwig did not play much that I can remember. See, this is what I'm talking about. We get in these conversations. You wanna you wanna do this Trello board, have this thing, have all these these information. I'm like yeah, we, we got stuff to talk about, bro, but uh we play games anymore. Do you play games? I be playing do I play Risk of Rain too. Let me tell you, I hate that game. I hate it with a passion. Like, I hate it. You, you ever play something that makes you want to keep playing it? Oh, uh, yeah. Usually a good thing. I mean, you, you're trying to keep playing it, but it just keeps kicking your shit in. Is that, was that the problem? Okay, so Hades is kicking your shit in. I love it. I want to play. Risk of Rain is kicking your shit in cons- consistently. Not you're you're not able to really advance your character very much. And the next time that you start it, it seems to know that you've been playing. When I first started playing it, super easy. Like it felt really easy for some reason. I don't know why. But then I started playing it more and more. And the more and more I played it, it seemed like the more and more the AI of the game figured out that I don't need five enemies, I need 20 enemies. Uh I need to be, you know. Always constantly pushing this person because, like, I played it and I'm like, what is going Like, it starts out where you just literally getting your ass handed to you from day, like, as soon as you jump out, like, oh, KO, like, what the f- what is going on? So, it's one of those. It's not Hades. I love it. I want to go back to it. It's more just, I hate you so much that I can't believe that I'm frustrated that I got to keep playing it. And I've, I've, I've only heard good things about that. And I know the big change from Risk of Rain one to two was. Know, 2d to 3d right and i believe risk of rain is two is multiplayer like you can play this co-op it is, yeah it is it does have co-op yes so that's probably makes it a little bit easier but it sounds like what you're saying with the ramp up that the game is tracking like it knows you've played a little bit and it may be adjusting the difficulty to what you know or what it thinks you know right make it harder constantly and keep that keep that going so you can never have a dull moment where you, you just start stomping everybody's ass until you probably played it for like 50 hours yeah, and it, and it, it, what's weird is okay, like when you play Hades, Hades has a a starting point where is you you only have one enemy. Every run, no matter what run you do, the very beginning run is one singular enemy in a room 
and then you move to the next room. So you have you got room to breathe the very first you know part of the run. No matter how difficult the run is, no matter what weapons you pick, whatever, the very first room is usually a room with one singular. It may sometimes have two, but they're normally very easy, you know, kind of enemies to kill. This game does not do that. It just like you 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 spawn and it's in an open environment. You don't know where to go. There's no real map. You just spawn and it's like, okay, I gotta figure out how to go find the end point of this map without a map with hundreds of enemies that can pop up and they just consistently come out. They don't stop. You kill one, another one comes out. It just just continuously does that. And then, then it ramps up as you're playing for some reason. So the longer you sit on a level, the harder the game gets. It actually goes from, it has a little meter that says easy to very hard. And that, mo- and that little level progression does not reset when you move to the next level it just starts from that point it keeps going so even in the first one if you figure out everywhere to go and how to get it and get it and get it if you stay there 10 minutes it's probably ramped up to very hard and the next when you go to the next level it's going to be even worse for you damn so it wants you to run through them quickly but you still probably have to stick around to either maybe find stuff that's going to help you in the next level so it's that balance of of searching and exploring and getting the hell out of there pick your poison and then i didn't know it kept ramping up like that consistently over time that sounds like a pain in the ass like it's always gonna get harder 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 the longer you play so that sounds interesting but if if it's like is it like hades where each time you're playing you're at least saving something no some kind of that's progress that's the problem there is no now there are some unlocks for different moves or different attacks depending on which character and you had to unlock all these characters right so each character has their own you know attack one attack two and then an ultimate or something that they have specifically like something like a movement type thing or something that's specific to them um but no you don't there's no real unlock like hades you unlock a weapon or get it stronger or you unlock extra life or any other thing so far now, it could be changed because I, I'm at the beginning of the game. I know people probably have 200 hours in this thing or more. But at the beginning, you don't really get anything. It's just like, okay, go out there and get your ass kicked. Just hand it to you. When we get off this, I'm probably going to pick it up and play it again just so I can get mad and break my controller. <laughs> so, yeah, it's torturing you, but you, you still want to go back and get more. Thank you, sir. May I have another? I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm trying to. But, and I'm trying to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm not. I'm not this shit at this game. I can't possibly. I'm, and, and there'll be some runs where I'm like, dude, I make it all the way out to like level three or four or something. I'm like, cool. But then the bosses are harder. And then you got more. I, I got to a stage where I had a boss and probably a hundred different enemy types out at one time. And they just kept coming. You have to Jesus. defeat the boss. You have no choice. The only way that you can make it to the next level is you had to defeat the boss, but it does not separate the boss battle from the regular enemy. They all can attack you at once. And if you stand still, so it's like, okay, I have no room now with multiple player. It may be easier because you can divide and conquer. I can see where that will be helpful, but in single player, it is horrible. It is horrible trying to, and it is a 3d game. So it's not like I can see where, the 2D platforming made it easier because you can at least see left and right. You don't have to look 
up, down, left, right, behind you, onto the rock, on this other side of the rock, in the in in the air, in two D, just two D plane, and above you at best. Yeah, this is sounding uh, a little different than what I imagined. I thought it was maybe open world survival kind of thing, maybe with some of that repeat elements once you die, but with the enemy count and what's going on that you're telling me, I need to look into this more. I didn't know these details of it. I, I know people love the game, but I never looked into it that hard, watched the gameplay or anything. It sounds a little more insane than, than what I was imagining. But I, I just thought of one game I was playing that, that happened to be the, the free game of the month. Do you remember Indiana Jones from the original Xbox? I was going to ask you what game you were playing, and I saw that you were playing Indiana Jones, and I was like, I know they announced a new one. I was like, how did you get the new game so quickly? <laughs> yeah, no, I was playing the one from like 2002 something way back in the day so they gave it away as a free game this month and i remembered i had played that and i had fond memories of of that time until you played it yeah until about 30 minutes ago i was i was playing it (laughs) and and going through it like okay i remember the whip and the knife and the gun i remember these platforming sections we i came into the area like after i finished the tutorial back to me i'm like oh yeah i know this zone it's it's all it's all flooding back all the memories but as i'm playing it i'm like am i retarded now or was I just smarter like 15 years ago when I was a kid? Because I got stuck on like the second area. I couldn't figure out where to go. <laughs> this game is dumb or I'm just not as good as like looking at what this was supposed to be. Like, because obviously it's not uh, made with modern, you know, game stuff and doesn't play like anything recently as far as either holding your hand or making the game easier or letting you jump on certain things and, and interact certain ways. Because you have to, it's one of those games where you have to like run straight at a ledge and jump up if you approach it at an angle you just fall all the way off can't grab onto it so it's not like we're playing um what was that game with that 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 character is coming out with the movie <laughs> that video game oh i can't that's playstation what are you Abe's talking Odyssey, about like, like you sometimes you just be no, bringing the, 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 stuff the, the, out i don't know what you're talking game. about treasure map game yeah i can't remember oh the yeah okay uncharted so like so you know uncharted has perfected jumping on stuff uh doing rope swings and climbing on walls and like being able to interact with all, all sorts of crap and this indiana jones game from 20 years ago is not that it's like a really really school style of gaming so if i'm going to play it for another hour or so to see kind of where it goes but going back after we've been spoiled with games in the last few years of just getting better and better and having more standards on controls and looks and everything else hard to play something so restrictive with like a bad button layout having to hold multiple buttons yeah. to punch people and do different things and quirky jumping and stuff it's like i liked it back then a lot because that's all we knew at the time that was that was a breakthrough running around with indiana jones it was actually a good game but now it's not even worth it going going back to it to try to play it for the memories because it's just too hard to how those yeah, that's, kind of the, that's, that's kind of the the problem with nostalgia you forget how terrible those games really were because in the moment it's like every every generation every reiteration of everything that we ever seen ever we start out with man these controls are great four-way controls two buttons and then playstation comes along like we give you you know four six buttons and uh eight-way control we like, man, that's a great thing. I don't see how we... And then we go back and play Mario, and we're like, I don't know how anybody in their life played this ever. And it just keeps repeating itself. Like, why, why were we doing this? This was good. We thought this was good. 
it's like going back to the original old like 150 year old uh, prototype cars we had to crank up the engine and shit, try to get it going do crap like that Man, like i, I know one. you drove one of those so if you had one of those we would work together we went to lunch and Light up the jalopy? To get get going. Going. <laughs> but it's like going back to that and now we have ferraris today before you had to crank up your car and stuff it's it's not as fun going back maybe back then it was cool because you right. had horses and then you had a car but now that car piece of shit and it's, it's not even worth worth looking at anymore and trying to play today with everything else we got so i'm glad indiana jones existed i'm excited for the new game that that, that reminded me that they probably gave this game away for free to mm-hmm. you know get some nostalgia going before they released that that new one i totally forgot that they had announced that new game they're making so hopefully that that's cool but this old one my memory is just they, they were better about an hour ago before i actually played the game again. <laughs> the really nostalgia is good when it's in the back of your mind and no, not in the front forefront it, it is definitely a better situation to think of yes. something fondly i mean it's, a, it's the same argument i keep having with when they remake stuff when they remake um uh movies or tv shows and it's like this was great when i was you know a 10 year old this movie or this tv show why are you remaking my childhood uh, like for instance, they they're rebooting Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster is coming out on Peacock. Ain't, ain't no need. Everything Punky Brewster needed to do, they they, did they are. The but they it's not a it's not we a remake. It's a reboot of the series. So it's got the original. Well, the original Punky Brewster and her friend, the original friend, are back in this show. But it's kind of like one of the things where it's like just like what they did with say about a day, say about a bit. Say about a dev. What am I doing? Say about a bill and rip a uh, screech too. But you know, um, rip, um, rip. Same thing there because like it comes back is not as good as what you remember. Like they try to capitalize on that whole. This is what it was back, you know, twenty years ago, and we try to pull a little spin on it. And you're like, man, this this ain't my party. You know what I mean? It's very different than what you expected it to be. To be. So. You know, every it, they do it over and over again. Nothing new, nothing new. But nostalgia is better left in the background than in your face. Yeah, it's a very dangerous game to play to use nostalgia, like weaponize it and use it as a marketing tool and try to take advantage of that. And then to go back and, and relive those those memories. It, it, it's a tough situation because it can either backfire spectacularly or it can It'd be a great thing if if it's pulled off right. But I think most of the time when they try to go back and capture that lightning in a bottle, like the Say by the Bell remake and do a new show, spun off these same characters after 35 years, most of the time it's going to blow up in your face. You're not going to be able to capture that magic because you're trying to recreate something. And when they were doing it at the time, they weren't intentionally trying to like build off of anybody's memories or do anything that referenced anything else, they were doing their own thing. They didn't have any pressure on them to copy something or try to live up to expectations. And now if you're trying to use old property like that, you're always going to be compared to that. Even if you're trying to strike out on your own and make a new Punky Brewster for 2021, anybody that knows the old one is going to compare it and bring in old memories and, and put them side by side. It's impossible not to. Well, um, I, I don't know what to look forward to because it definitely, like the last couple of ones they redid, that's so great, but Everything is better in hindsight. Just like 2020 was was good last year, or you know, it ain't good now for sure. But <laughs> everything is better in hindsight. I should have sold at 450. That's an, that's hindsight is uh 
Definitely. I told you that. You should have you should have got out of that at 450 or five something. I remember it was at 502. And I was like, hit that button. Don't be a part of Apollo. Don't be a part of history. Like, no, whole door. I'm like, all right, then. We'll see you on the other side, brother. All right, we done. We holler at y'all later. Thanks for listening. Facebook.com slash the mainstream podcast, mainstream podcast, gmail.com. Send in your questions, comments, concerns, uh, cash money, PayPal accounts. PayPal at the mainstream podcast, $5 minimum to do that. Hit, hit that download hit that button. Download, but hit, me, hit me up on fans only. I'm, I, I, got, uh, uh, I, got, I got fans only, not only fans. I got fans only. 